podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. For confidence in your financial plan, look for a CFP professional. When your financial advisor earns the CFP certification, it means he or she is trained to provide ethical financial planning across a holistic range of topics, from retirement and investing to taxes and estate planning, all in your best interest. So with a CFP professional, you'll feel confident in your financial plan today and tomorrow. Three letters do make a difference. Visit letsmakeaplan.org to find your CFP professional. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Oh yes, just another three months of my shit. It's the Day Trippers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Calm down the back of the class. Look, I'm back in the hot seat because none of you wanted it, but uh, fuck you, because I'm in control, so deal with it. No Trev, no guest, no Andy, no Steve-O, no Dave. Uh, there was a good chance this was going to be a 60-minute solo pod where I get to argue, contradict and laugh at my own jokes. But then again, let's be honest, that'd be no different to my normal input. But uh, we have a crew and we are in session and boy, what a session after beating the inbreds at Stadio San Imbredio. On tonight's show, we look back at that pulsating, electrifying match where all our demons were put to rest and we cruised to a 1-0 win with no issues at all coming out of it. Everyone is on form. Everyone loves everything. We look ahead to our next feast of football on a Monday night against Eddie Howe's Bournemouth and we round out his effort with Trippers Chats, the new and improved version, clearly. So joining me tonight is Paul Brennan, fresh from his jolly days, Talkstep Brady, Hairflick Grey and our resident starto to explain EXPG something RFT, it's Dan Roberts. If you don't know who I am by now, well you're better off. Right so, let's go. Football's back. Mm-hmm. Football has come home. Back to Sky Sports. Yeah. Did we all enjoy the match the weekend? Yeah, yeah, it was deadly, yeah? Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful game of football. No, what's going on? I was delighted with the result, obviously, like, dancing around the sitting room like a big fucking Egypt. But um, <laughs> it wasn't the best game of football I've ever seen, but, like, who gives a shit? The first game of the season against that pack of bastards, like, you're just, like, you'd have taken anything. You'd have taken something going in off Benteke's big hoop mm-hmm. rather, rather than, a, like, a smashing goal like that. But, yeah, <laughs> delighted with the result. The performance, like, was a bit... 
Yeah. A bit worrying, but it's early door, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too worried about it. Razor. Yeah. Well, you're, you're a man that enjoys a song in his living yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. Were you bouncing and singing I, for that I one? I've got a bit of poetry and motion in for the you last have, four uh, minutes. Uh, yeah. he's, he's, he's got the t shirt on tonight. For anyone that's listening, because we're not on Periscope tonight, because basically the uh, phone's not working. Um, <laughs> I'll have to read the agenda off. It's, <laughs> 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 it doesn't work both ways. And I might get a phone call halfway through. And it did pause as well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for, for those of you listening uh, in black and white, he's got a <laughs> black T-shirt with poetry in motion. Tra la 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 la. Right, so Razor, bouncing, singing, jumping. Yeah, yeah. like uh, much what Paul said there. Um, the uh, absolutely tripe to watch now. Really, it was a dire, dire, dire game up until then. Um, but uh, it was all about the fucking the ends, justifying the means, mm. <laughs> and um, we got the three points. That's all that mattered. Um, but uh, I thought it was a terrible, terrible game to watch. Mm. You know, both teams nullified each other. Our set up to start with didn't didn't help matters either, and it was poxy. But like I said, three points, three points, three points, bounce. all that matters. Bounce, bounce. exactly. Bounce for, for bounce five minutes. Neil Gray, wonderful flick. Thank you. Yeah, looking well. Hot as always. You don't, you, always. You don't have your program bobbing in tonight. <laughs> no, I got to get that go. Bring back the ponytail. I know. Like the summer mountains, the deja and over and flick that I have, there's your head, his fucking Mohegan. My whole head. Happy? Yeah, of course I was. Should we won, didn't we? Um, but listening and reading too much into the first game of the season is ridiculous. I know I don't want to spoil the whole pod, but... Yeah. Um, Read, get reading anything into a formations or how players performed or whatever. We're still in pre-season mode, getting fit, so it was three points. So I was never going to be too concerned about how we played. It's it's an irrelevance. Apparently, it's just the points. That's all. That's yeah. all that matters. Bouncing though, absolutely buzzing. I what fell? I was asleep when we scored. I'm not going to lie. To you. <laughs> <laughs> but when I woke up, my <laughs> God, did I bounce? <laughs> I watched. I watched the first half in the airport. I did, and what you got? I like. I was like, Jesus, this is tripe. Got the taxi home. Missed missed a good bit of the. The second half, like you know, came in. I probably caught about seven minutes. I was back from holiday, so I was you know around the gaff, like trying to plug everything in yeah. while I was watching the TV. <laughs> and I was down plugging the Wi-Fi back in, and you know, and Martin Tyler is just going on like, "Yes, uh, Liverpool about to make a substitution," and he just goes, "Oh my god!" And I was like, What's that? Don't tell me Charlie Adams fucking smashed it. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up, and you could just see Coutinho running off. And I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be nice. This is gonna be great." <laughs> it's the turnaround from the end of last season. That's the big deal, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, like for me, I, I know I, I I saw um, Michael Cox. I think it was talking about how Coutinho had a bad game, and then he comes up with a moment of magically. Like, I I don't know. I'm on, I'm at the opposite end of the spectrum. For me, Coutinho throughout the match, you could see he's rusty, but he was the one that was probing and prodding, and you know trying to get stuff come off, trying to get little one twos going. Even in the early in the first half, you could see him trying to link up with Benteke and even Ibe and stuff mm-hmm. like that to get things to happen. Like, in fairness, you know, again we go to the little fella. Mm. You know he and he comes up trumps. Nah. There's a real sense now that he's. Like, I don't know. For me, I'm just looking at it saying if he improves the scoring ratio, uh, something similar to what at the end it's of last 100% season. 100 this season. Yeah, but you're looking at probably mm-hmm. you're looking at ten goals over him from, mm-hmm. from open play, yeah. which is which would be a big mm-hmm. return. Paul and he he did that. You know the sort of he rolled Sid well. He did that once or twice, or like probably two more times, properly in the second half where he roasted someone and he's running at the defence and. He didn't have much ahead of him and you're kind of thinking have a fucking pop and then the third time he did it yeah. he said listen fuck this this is going in the <laughs> yeah. top corner and he just lashed it in. Yeah again like like the second half of last season I think he's just going to be by far our most important player this season. Yeah. It's all like nearly all on him. You, you're obviously looking at Firmino hopefully mm. 
get like hitting the ground running, but like Coutinho's going to be massive for us. It's going to be horrible when he fucks off to Barcelona. So. <laughs> <laughs> he giveth and he taketh away. We've, we've got 12 months of just enjoying it, right? Yeah, so let's, let's, let's not forget, remember the volley he had about, I don't know how many I minutes before. I, before I, 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 I just want to say, right, when, when he hit that volley, the fucking memories of Joe Cole at the cop end <laughs> three years ago. I was sitting at the cop end watching. Steve was with me at the time. And Steve stood up and applauded. He goes, 120 grand for that, Angel! <laughs> and fucking, well, like it's Coutinho. He doesn't get the same level of abuse, but it had to be genuinely, it was arguably one of the worst volleys ever. Yeah. It cleared the Britannia. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, yeah. the ball wanted out there as much as the players did. Yeah. But, yeah, look, it's, it's, it's one of them. It, I remember it's not that long ago when we were talking about a shooting and how poor it was. Yeah. And, I mean, if he's going if it, to, if it takes five or six of them, them ones that go over to Britannia to produce a beauty like that, I'll take it all day long. Yeah. And you know? as bad as the performance was from basically nearly everyone on the pitch, like... There was a bit of resilience about us compared to like what happened last mm. year. Like that, like that. That's what all the talk was, you know. Before the match, like every player was being asked, "What about what happened at the end of last season?" So obviously, like there was no getting away from it for them, and like they responded like well enough. Like obviously, there was wasn't much sparkle on show. Mm. But I mean, you're not conceding; you're leaving yourself in the game right up to the very end of it to exactly. go and win it, aren't you? Mm. Like we were solid enough at the back. I thought, mm. you know what I mean? Mm. I know I don't want to get into that. Well, we're probably going to have to get into it. <laughs> well, Lovren is deadly. Lovren is crap. Yeah, but it's, just, it's just for me, it doesn't matter who fucking plays once they play well. I don't care who's on the bench if the if the lads who start and they're playing well they continue to play well. Who cares? Well, 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 you're giving yourself a chance to get three points when you're keeping a clean sheet. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you're you, not playing catch up for ninety minutes no, or the, whatever length of time is involved. For, and it's going back to, to something Paul and Ray have touched on. Like we're looking at Coutinho. I know we've got high hopes for Firmino and obviously what the other lads are going to bring but in this early phase of the season like he's one of the longest servants that's been there with Rodgers through all you know the runs and when he came in fourth in the fourth season the whole lot and we know he's improving no end as a player season upon season we really are relying on him for this first early stage just to get the points on the board and keep ourselves you know get, get off to a decent start here we, we, like, we are until Firmino say Benteke and stuff yeah well in. listen come here doesn't every club in the world rely on their best player yeah. to get them through difficult yeah. patches and he's our best player he's player of the season last season mm-hmm. So, and he's, take, he's taken all that pressure on his shoulders and he's, it seems to be improving him he seems to mm-hmm. be getting better like if he can make the same jump this season in performance levels as he did last season he's getting into that really top echelon yeah. level isn't he yeah yeah but like yeah, well, he, and in fairness to Rogers, he's played him and kept playing him and kept playing him. So, I mean, he's gained a lot of that confidence through playing matches and matches and matches. Mm-hmm. So, like, like, yeah, he's doing the business, you know what I mean? Why? That can't I be was, I thought he was huffing and puffing a bit near the end. You could <laughs> see maybe that he was that couple of weeks behind. And plus, let's, let's not take away from the fact Stokes is really tough place. He was getting kicked and knocked and yeah. it, it was uh, a tough L battle out there. Horrible to watch, as I said, but it was, you know... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, you know, it, it, he was being taken off for that reason, but that that one moment of brilliance and it, well, Jesus, as Liverpool fans were used with, and many times did Stevie G drag us from the doldrums totally on his own. So look, we'll we'll take it all day long. Three points. And that, you know? that that about like you know, oh well, we would we wouldn't have got the three points if Coutinho didn't do that. Like United, United would have drawn if, if say, Kyle yeah. Walker didn't fucking run in and kick the ball. <laughs> yeah. Chelsea would have fucking lost the Swansea if like yeah. a big waxy cross hadn't flown <laughs> over the keepers. Like, yeah. You could say that about absolutely any, everything that happened the yeah. weekend. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous thing to say. Okay, right, we touched on the defence, so let's go to the defence because uh, there's been absolute fucking mentalness. We'll talk about it at the end of this, right? But there's been fucking madness going on on fucking social media despite the win and even talking about defence. But that's a clean sheet, right? Now, my own point of view on this is I thought Skirt was the dodges of our defenders at the weekend, right? I don't think he had a particularly good game and he showed up probably why 
I was saying last week I'd prefer to see Saka and Lovren try to be formed as a, as a partnership because I just don't think the two of them are a great partnership but look Rodgers has said that that's the starting centre-backs they will be for a f- the first couple of weeks um, Lovren however seemed to play pretty well yeah I told you know, him just game, yeah. in, in terms of what it was some people mentioned man of the match maybe wouldn't go that far about it but at the same time Gomez had a very reasonable debut mm. and Klein I thought was very impressive at right back Ray yeah and look, yeah. We'll start where you finished there Klein I thought was brilliant didn't put a foot wrong done yeah. everything right onto Gomez I thought he got caught out just a couple of times probably mm. just you know big occasion for the lad and um uh, yeah, there's a couple of times he got caught ball watching and fella spinning in round behind him. Now he got snared a couple of times. Um, Scott Lloyd didn't notice him doing too much wrong, to tell you the truth. That's being honest. I didn't. He didn't stand out, and I don't remember abusing him from the sofa too much. And <laughs> I have to say, I did shout Lovren's name a couple of times. He went and my headers stuff that I wanted him to do when mm. he, when we first signed, and I thought he had a really good game. And mm. I've no problem eating humble pie. I slagged the fuck out of the fella, you know, and, ta- and thought he was brutal. But let's Jesus, no, I didn't think he was man the match around, but he had a really good game. He Paul, had a really good game. You were a big fan of Lovren. Oh, I've yeah, seen yeah. you defend him loads on Twitter. So yeah, well, let's keep the defense going. Well, I wouldn't say I'm a big fan of him, obviously, but. I think you have to give credit where it's due. I thought I thought he was very good. Like they, I, I think he dealt with a Hang lot on, of the I'm balls. Just get me spoon out. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah. Way, where's the pies? <laughs> the bunker oven. Uh, I thought I thought he dealt with a lot of the kind of a lot of the balls that seemed to cause us trouble. Like like one of the worst things about Liverpool over the past few seasons is that no matter like the, the games that nil all and people set slinging crosses and long balls at us and we fuck it up for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We just panic and don't deal with it whereas he seemed to go through absolutely everything that came to us in the air he did a little pirouette as well which was yeah, brilliant nice. yeah. and then um, you know I just thought he had a, a very good game and I can see why people are worried like Sacco's obviously a better player than him and it, it would be a worry if Lovren reverted to his last season's form mm. and he wasn't dropped because mm. like Rodgers does have favourites but I don't see the big deal when he's brought in for that game okay there was a bit of worry beforehand but I don't, I don't see why there's uproar now because he played fairly well like just just leave him be, like let 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 yeah, him be yeah, a normal. Yeah, I think probably like, deserved uproar before the game, as in we were judging it off last season. So yeah, Sacco should have started. Sacco should have started, and like now after you have to judge him on the last game, and I, I couldn't see any reason why he's going to get dropped now after that performance. Well, I you think know? yeah, like I was saying about judging the team, saying how good Liverpool are going to be this season just by the first game. I mean, you can't do it with the team, and the same applies to the players. You know what I mean? Because mm. everybody's at different levels. Maybe he's that little bit fitter than the other players playing around him, so he looks that much better. So mm. to judge his performance on one match, I mean, I'll have another look at Lovren in six or seven games, trying to tell you how he's doing. Then he had one good game. It's just one good game. Look, for my take, on it, I said it last year, and I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm sort of. My my head is in a space that we've seen Skirtle not being able to form a partnership for about six or seven seasons, with, uh, probably outside of Agar. So that's why I'm, I'm saying, look, let's try Lovren and Sacco. I thought they did, did, did it well last year when we beat Sports 3-0 in White Hart Lane, but we haven't really seen them being bedded in. The one thing that bugs me with Lovren, I think, yes, he played very played well enough on Sunday in comparison to what he normally did. But again, he's... Probably the stupidest player, football intelligence-wise, I've seen on a football. For the defender, that's a great start. No, no, but <laughs> and, and like if you look at last year, he has all the attributes. You know, he can tackle, he can be powerful in the air, he can win a ball. He's he's shouting around him. You know, he's he's trying to lead the defense or whatever, right? Yeah. But people just seem to have forgotten the elbow. 
the fucking uh, the absolute stupid like, he could have been sent off for that mm. like, do you know what I mean that would have been harsh to say but hang on a second I've, I've seen agree harsh but there is but you've seen harsh sendings off so it does happen you've seen players do it and if he was going up for the ball at the same time but the fact that he threw you know he throws the elbow I know he's trying to create space or whatever but it looks like an elbow now if that's that can be seen by the referee and that's that's what I'm talking about football intelligence when it comes to it now I think he benefits and we'll get onto the system it's, it's, it's on the agenda but I think he benefits from Gomez being there I think if Moreno isn't there he's ne- then trying to fucking be Superman you know what I mean and mm. it's, it's, Lovren's biggest problem is trying to do stuff that isn't his job because what happens is he just goes walkabout and how many times he, he didn't go walkabout on Sunday mm. and that for me was a big plus Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Like, no, he, he held his position fairly well because if he gets caught out at the touchline that's when you know, like the, everybody's seen the vines of, you know, Balassi flicking it over his head. Lovren's kind of on his knees trying yeah. to jump up and head the ball and stuff like that. So, like, it, it, he's really uncomfortable if he gets dragged out wide, which he didn't on, on Sunday. And, yeah, I, 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 think, I think he was unlucky that he kind of caught Dioff with the elbow. I don't think he went to elbow him or anything like that. Yeah. I think Dioff is the type of striker who'll come in and while the ball's coming down, he'll try and back into you he'll have mm. his, his arse in your fucking chest and all trying nice. like, mm. yep just trying to get any advantage he can I think Lovren was just trying to brace himself for it mm. and he get, like he did hold his arm a bit high but mm. I, I'm going to defend him to the hilt okay, on this part because, <laughs> because the shit I've seen said about him on Twitter yeah, it's, it's, well well it's absolutely ridiculous I mean, you judge the defence as a unit don't you well, look, in my opinion you do including the goalkeeper you do and, and they all performed very well I thought the, the, the only thing I'll throw at you is and, and you can we should have been 3-0 down before we went 1-0 up that's the, that's, that was should my only should have I could have should have mm. because if you look at the, those three clear cut there was the when Glenson <laughs> <laughs> in his fucking normal tardy way of fucking trying to get a shot away and uh, then balloons it over the bar short, yeah, his best moment ever in a Liverpool short then there was Mignolet's brilliant save mm. you know it's not talking about much save. you know what I mean it, like, it's, it's one of those dangerous free kicks whipped in by fucking your mate Charlie Adam mm. and then you've got Klein's header at the back post mm. now conversely that isn't headed clear if Glenn Johnson is, is, is still a Liverpool player. But, and that, that's what really impressed me about Cloyne. He was aware of the man at the back post mm. all the well, time. And that, with the, the other chance as well, your man stuck his leg at. Skirtle blocked him. clicked it off the line. I think it was there a touch yeah, off Mignolet yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The one that Why do you think you're being unfair to Skirtle? And you have been for a long time. I don't give a gee. I know. <laughs> 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 how, how can you answer that? Well, I don't give a gee. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think you're being a bit harsh on him the other day. I don't, I don't think he did that much wrong. Like he probably like it was a good, solid defensive performance, and he was the one who kind of stood out the least. I'd like say. you said earlier, that he hasn't formed a good defensive partnership. But there's two people in a partnership. You know what I mean? Yeah, and there's um, if if nobody can form one with him, then you have maybe to th- nobody has been good enough. I mean, Sacco has been. So, in hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. There's only one host from this podcast. That's me. Hang on a second. Right. We've got. I don't give a game. I would say Carragher. You've got the only one he'd formed a, part, a reasonably good partnership with has been Agger, which was probably the best defender he played with. And but then you're saying Carragher wasn't good enough. Yeah, but, but him and Carragher and Carragher were quite good together. Well. I mean, that's a, no. I think no, they were good together. I, I, I'd, I'd argue. I'd, look, my problem with Skirtle, and it goes long back. He has one one good season, one bad season, and he's too inconsistent for me. And he also wants to play. Deep in his own box, yeah. Like you already talked about lo- lo- his lack of intelligence. Like Martin Skirtle, that's a fucking thick footballer. <laughs> like, like, I, like he, I didn't, I didn't think he was that bad the other day. But like, like long term, I'm not sure how he's managed to come into this season being our first choice centre back at all. Like I think it's, 
Yeah. I think it's madness, really. I do understand what you're saying, though. He plays his own game mm. rather than forming, like, forming a partnership yeah. from them with him. He plays his own game and he's not concerned about the fellow beside him. He's doing his own thing. Yeah, like, yeah, I do yeah, get that. There's also yeah. the possibility that the players that we brought in, be it Sacco or Lovren, were all, always could have been thought of as a replacement for Skirtle and it just didn't work out that way whether it be on the training pitch or thing that he thought maybe we could face Skirtle out and our other partnership is going to be X, Y, Z and it just hasn't happened it's just uh, uh, for me it's just like if something if something doesn't keep working mm-hmm. for me I'd rather see a change and try something else different but look as I said to you Brendan has made it clear that they, those two are his first choice centre-backs it's up to Sacco now to work his way in and we will talk about Sacco being ostracised and Moreno being ostracised and uh, everyone being ostracised at the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Right, so look, let's move it on. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move it on. So as we get on to one of the the big things, Ray has mentioned it as well, the initial formation we set up, it was a 4-2-3-1. It was Milner and Henderson sort of sitting as the deep line midfielders and then we had Lalana, Ayub and Coutinho behind Benteke. So, you know... (sighs) I don't know Milner and Henderson as a two. Would do you fancy it? Do you not fancy it in that no. type of setup? I no. do. I can understand it in playing against the higher teams or the more the better teams, but not against Stoke. Like it kind of held us back. I think. I mean, if you're playing, if you want Milner to sit, or sorry, if you want Henderson to sit, you're taking an awful lot away from his game because he's so much energy, hasn't he? He's mm. up and down. He's up and down. I can understand it against the bigger teams, but not against Stoke when you you need to be getting an early goal to shut them up and they all go to bits. You know what I mean? Mm. I can understand yeah. it then, but I didn't. I, I didn't agree with it. But at the same time. The manager changed it, and we won one nil. So I mean, you can wait, wait. you can fault. Sorry, go on. Yeah. No, no, you no, can no, fault no, the no. manager for the for the formation at the start, yeah. but you have to credit him for changing yeah. that and going yeah. and winning the game too. Right. Yeah, I thought. But uh, my biggest thing with it, I think uh, Henderson for me is totally nullified playing in that role. No. You ask me, he's much, much more <laughs> in his locker than than just sort of covering. Basically, uh, that's all he's mm-hmm. doing, sitting in front of the back four. Walker, and he yeah. was yeah, well he literally offered nothing to the game and likewise Milner, loads of running. And maybe it was just being unattractive and closing down space. But it I mean for that it you know, you could probably see that if there was wave after wave of attack coming at you and you'd say, right, drop them two back in there and we'll cut out that and we'll stop this. But that didn't happen. So you don't even know what the what that formation offers, if you know what I mean. Yeah. We seem to be nullifying a team that didn't need to be nullified. That's my point. Again. And if you know what Neither of them are suited really to kind of like, you know, build in an attack. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. both like Henderson, like one of the only times he looked dangerous in the game was actually when him and Milner were both moved further forward. Milner yeah. was moved further wide. Mm. And Milner scooped the ball over to the defence and Henderson made a run from deep that mm-hmm. caught Stoke out completely. Yeah. He tried to volley it back yeah. inside to Benteke and miscued it. It was one of the only times he looked dangerous in the, the entire game. Mm-hmm. And I think it's fairly obvious if you look at their skill set that like, ask, asking one of them to play deep is that you're going to kind of nullify him a bit. But the two of them is just... It's just completely taken all their strengths away. Mm. Yeah, and, and it's, it's we've been a bad club over the years. I think anyway for sort of square pegs and round holes, mm. and I'd hate to see us starting that way now this time. Okay, right okay, again. let's let's turn it because going back to, to Neil's point, the manager did change it. We went, you know, when he brings Amri Chan on, mm. takes Lalana off, we go to a four-three-three. Now, a bit of devil's advocate on this one, right? Is it more likely he would have started in that setup had Joe Allen been fit? I think he's lost confidence in Lucas. So is, is there is there the possibility he would have started with that setup had Joe Allen been fit with Allen playing at the base? I think there might be because I think a couple of good few weeks ago I was the last time I was on I think we said Can isn't going to start for me he wasn't going to start. Mm. So it's going to be so nobody be surprised or Twitter is going to explode and people say he's not starting. You know. So I think mm. you you might be right. Yeah. Mm. And I think with Henderson and Milner, I think 
Rogers had intended them to be much more dynamic than they were, but I think they're only starting to play together on one goals and one stage. You know, like there's yeah. a bit of dy- dynamism between the two, which didn't mm. happen because, again, first game of the season, not going to read too much into it. But I think you're right, yeah. I think we would have started with Alan had he been fit. Yeah, I think mm. Lucas is fucked. Okay, right. Mm. Big Bad Emery comes on. <laughs> you know what? I had the tissues, the baby oil. <laughs> I watched that volume of that tackle. That to me was just uh, football porn. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the man you want there. Yeah. I don't care if he's not fit, just play him. Just play him. Good looking back. It tackles like that. What more do you want? Okay, and I, then I, his Damon run. Everything about me. Play, play, play. You love him? Yeah, I love the man. He's the man love he? the man. Love the man. Paul? Yeah, it, it just looked far more balanced. Like we looked kind of, it, it looked like we, we were able, we were kind of nullifying them even better with with the like mm. the shape that we had. It wasn't kind of a case of let's chase after them. They they couldn't they couldn't pass through us at all. And then going forward, I thought it was a lot better. He played a few passes himself, mm. and even just the shape it was a lot more conducive to kind of getting getting that so getting numbers forward. Yeah, yeah. I think like uh, with with the chance substitution and the change, I think I think it liberates Milner and Henderson personally. Mm. Yeah. I think the the their attributes and their assets that they have yeah. are just they're just they're, they're free. They don't need to sit, mm. and they're going to cause a lot more trouble to teams if they're bombing on and and, and supporting the front mm. men. And Milner, Milner loves them little runs from from the central areas out to the wing making that extra man out there you know mm. and uh, instantly as soon as Chan came on he, he was doing one of them runs instantly he was straight out there and adding wit to the team um, so yeah this, I'd, I'd, I'd love to know the reason behind it like you said maybe Alan was mm. in his plans and it, it, surely now after seeing the difference it made to his team regardless of what Stoke did or how his team played once, once them changes were made, that uh, well, look into that formation now for the, yeah. for the Mil- rest Milner of the season. himself, he, he's caused us like a lot of bother from over the years when he's playing against us from out wide. You know, mm-hmm. like, he is quite intelligent. You know, when he gets in the channel and he like he, he doesn't just sling crosses in; he, he cuts it back into people's feet. And he did. I think he got one into Benteke's feet. Mm-hmm. Like, or it was so, someone running into the box. Yep. It was a lovely cutback. And, you know, whoever it was didn't quite squeeze the shot off. But that's that's where I think he's far more effective. And like they, Henderson and Milner don't want be want that they don't want to be the people feeding the kind of number 10s and the wide people they, they're the people who want to be running onto those passes yeah, yeah. Mm. the potential options are great aren't they this season as compared mm. well in compared to if you compare it to last season where there wasn't any mm. yeah. like you know what I mean You're not only can we change shape but we can change personnel Yeah, and it, like two, it, one one change in personnel that can come and change the whole game completely not, and not because but he's that he is a particularly excellent footballer but not specifically because of that because when he went into that holding role it freed up everybody else. Although Can is good, it wasn't just because it was Emory Can we got so much better. Yeah. It was the tactical change. And bringing Chan and Firmino off the bench is brilliant. Like, ah, it's, unreal. It's, just, it's just brilliant like, to be yeah. able to bring players like that on. Yeah. Okay, so I suppose let's let's move it on. So let's look at the three in front of the two, which were in front of the four, but not behind the one. Hey, listen, right? Anyway, um, <laughs> we have to talk about what didn't work, right? <laughs> So uh, that, that tree behind the one. <laughs> what did Ibe Lalana Coutinho? Right, well. I, let's let's start with Ibe. Right, well, let's let's go across it and and sort to do it on, as a podium basis. So Ibe. Um, bit, bit 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 sort of neutral on the day. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, I, yeah. He 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 didn't contribute that much, even though he had the ball with him too much. I thought he was tightly marked and he. He didn't seem to know what to do. I tell you, I think maybe a, a switch of wings would have been um, would would have been the smart move to do, regardless of what we said went on in the in the centre of the park or or at the back. Um, he he had the ball at his feet, and 
didn't know whether to go go wire, didn't know whether to cut yeah. in. It, 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 a switch would, from, especially being that Lalana was anonymous. Okay, I want to take I want to take that to you, Paul. Right? Yeah. Can you understand why they didn't switch at some point? And the reason I'm asking is because we all know that Johnson can't play against pace. Right, because we've seen it plenty of times. Yeah. Belassi, fucking your other man that plays Dwight, whatever his name is, that plays for Crystal Palace. Yeah, yeah. York. even Downing. Dwight <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> York would give him a good race, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Down- <Holding> the babies. <laughs> <laughs> Downing, fucking the the list is endless, right? So, can you understand why we didn't switch them or try at least do a switch at some point? Well, before he before Lallana came, even off? leaving aside. Johnson, I, I don't understand really why I doesn't get a shot at like you know going on the left where he can cut in if he, if he wants and when he's like he he can run with more conviction I think mm. at fullbacks because you know it, it's easier for him to come inside so like he, he's not always going to have to go outside all the time. As for Johnson, well like Rod, Rogers doesn't seem to have seen noticed Johnson's flaws <laughs> over the past three years, so maybe he does actually think Johnson's a good player. And thought that the playing against Peters would have playing against Peters would have been a better bet. I don't know, but um, yeah, like like Ray said, I ju- I just think he's far more suited mm. with his skill set to going on the left. Mm. And I think it's I think it's harsh all the criticism that he is getting, like the lack of end product. I think I think it's a hard role to play now at a top club where if you're right footed you're on the right and you're expected to try and create from there okay. I, think, I think it's a hard thing to do especially with how shite we were in the first half mm. there was no third man running there was no support for him mm. it was basically you go and beat those four players that are around mm. you and produce a bit of magic there Neilo talking about lack of end product well lack of any product or lack of existence on the lack pitch lack of any product bar Nivea for men and a wonderful <laughs> dude Delana yeah. um, he can't. He can't have a future in that team at the moment. No, in that, in that form, can he? Completely. Like I've been trying to defend him as much as I can. He's completely out of his depth, isn't he? Mm. I mean, he was the worst player on the park in my in, across the two teams, in mm. my opinion. Just on the eye thing, I think the criticism is completely fair. I mean, there's no goals and no assists yet, and we just seem to be making excuses for him. He's a lot to prove for well, me. Well, he has a goal for me because he scored against QPR. Do you remember? Well, in the league, did he score against QPR? Yeah, but one goal then. then it's not enough. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, back to the land. He's shit. <laughs> I'm not reading too much into this first performance of the season, but <laughs> no, he's listen. He, uh, I don't know about him. I, like he's, he, he's a good footballer, but oh, I don't. Know. I, I don't rate he's him. Out so wide irritating, at all. isn't he? To watch him. I, I, I don't. Rate, I, don't I don't rate him out wide at all. I don't think he. I don't think he's able to create much from. He's there. not strong enough and, to play through the middle. And, and so where do you leave? I, 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 I wouldn't put Coutinho out of the team or start <laughs> shifting Coutinho out for him. So. Yeah, like he he wouldn't really get into my. I think he's Elvis Depp now with Coutinho and Firmino there, isn't he? I mean, yeah. he's not going to play. I know them two are probably not going to play together much. Maybe Rogers will fit him in somehow, but you're not going to drop either of them to play Lallana. Mm. In reality, if for Milton, it may happen, mm. but I wouldn't personally. Right. Yeah, it's, it's skill on the ball. Uh, no one can take for granted. He seems he seems pretty good with the ball at his feet. But what he offer, actually offers you on the pitch, I'm, I just. I don't know. Like he, he can pirouette all he wants, left foot, right foot, and but he, it, I don't know. There's no fight there. Is is his speed isn't? Is he seems a couple of steps off the pace? You see him chasing fifty fifty balls with another player as well. So, um, he got roughed up there a little bit and, and didn't want the bar. If he didn't want to shake a man's hand after. I, I, I'm not as big as fan and never have been and it's it's hard even though we're saying don't judge someone on one player but you know this is the thing sort of what the opposite of what Lovren has done yep. do you know what I mean so I was harsh on Lovren he's come back he's played well now Lalana, I've been harsh on as well 
and I wanted something from him. He's been given a nod. Here's these these big boys sitting on the bench waiting to come on. For me now that he's looking at and saying, right, this guy is here for my place. And that's the performance he puts in. OK, I'll, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate because uh, I, don't, I don't do that too often. But, <laughs> <laughs> this and, is hurting you, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? This part's getting gone. <laughs> I genuinely, right? Like, you know, everyone knows I would not be Lallana's any type of fan whatever he just reminds me of a down and with a bigger goal threat but in that last bit of the sentence is he seen by Rodgers as a goal threat at this moment and I'm taking your point about Oib not having too many goals, career goals yeah. under his belt right and Lallana did score goals on the tour that we were on he did score a few goals for us last season um, is there a bit of a he's Brendan's count because I remember mm. I remember pulling my hair out when Kelt was playing for us I remember going how is he getting into that team with some of the players that we had at the time mm. and, and every week no matter who was who was fit or whatever Kelt was always in the team and I'm looking at it saying is Lalana perceived by Brendan Rodgers in the same manner that he's the type of fella who's going to come up with goals and potentially big goals for us at certain points Paul um, maybe, maybe he is obviously well I think Rodgers has about six counts like, <laughs> no, matter, no matter what but um, we get on to that later <laughs> um like yeah, yeah. Look at like I said, I don't see him as any sort of threat from the left. I think if you play him as a ten, yeah, he will find himself in good goal scoring positions. But like you know, I I don't see like, like Neil says, I don't see who you drop out of the team for him to play him there. So yeah, it does seem like he's been sort of shoehorned in because I like he, he's he's never really produced from the left. I don't think for us, mm. and so yeah. I don't, I don't see where the product is, product is going to yeah, come but from. You have this feeling, don't you? Like he's already pushed forward as club spokesman. So like what you were talking <laughs> about, with, I think he might be Roger's man and I think he's going to frustrate us now with him being picked ahead of certain players. Yeah. I have that feeling that he's Roger's really likes the, likes him as a player, whatever he might be doing on a training pitch. But for me, he's a, he's the type of player you throw in against a handy team, a team that might be giving you... Like he'll definitely... Bournemouth now for him, I think, will be the type of match. Hopefully the, the type of a bit of space that won't be people harassing and, 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 and getting in his face and I think you might see a better Lallana for that but um, that's the only type of games he should be playing for me Right so the player we all expect uh, that would probably replace him if, if in, in, in the side is Firmino he came on for 20 minutes what did we make of his cameo Neil? I was asleep for most of it <laughs> <laughs> What did you make of the three minute cameo match of the game? When you woke up after Coutinho's goal, what did yeah. you think of that? Were you surprised to see him on the pitch? <laughs> Who the fuck is your man? <laughs> Could you figure out what type of ball you were using? Is that that fella Phil is always talking about? <laughs> uh, oh, listen, I'm huge head. You're talking to the wrong man here, Phil. All right then. <laughs> Neil, you're coming on the pod this week. Just make sure you watch the match. <laughs> Fell asleep. He's got to do a big string of bullshit there. Listen, what's the fucking point? Nobody's even listening to me anyway. Just like the rest of us. <laughs> I think he's going to be amazing for us. He yeah. has that look of a player that is is, is just playing playing on the street type of, type of thing. Flicks. Um, just... It, it, Everything about him just looked like football's not a big deal for him. He plays it with his eyes closed type of thing. He nearly got Benteke in, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, God. So close. So yeah. close. And 
uh, yeah, I have a feeling this fella's going to be huge for us. I really mm. do. Even in that ten minute cameo, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he still did. He still looked a little bit off off the pace. Yeah, which minutes, is so. to be expected yeah. if you think of the, same the, as Coutinho, the, isn't he? Yeah, the, right the lack of a break that they had and only back into it, new league, <laughs> etc. Stoke fellas kicking the bejesus out. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, but I thought it's a couple of times on the ball, a few little turns and flicks, and even winning throw ins and so I just mm. I really like the look of the fella. I like the way he grabbed the ball. Yeah. <laughs> no, genuinely yeah, like Daniel's goal, was it? Yeah, yeah. Grabs the ball, doesn't let Stoke have the ball, one it up with five minutes left. Still has a chicken cap on. Yeah, mm. yeah. There's you know that there's that Chan is always in on the celebration. Chan is always in the celebration. He loves the celebration. Loves but in fairness, we all love to see him in the celebration because he, he does bring the, the gorgeous factor up about six days. Dejan Baresi loves the celebration as well. He does, yeah. He's always in that. And you see, yeah. see him in there down the tunnel after the match, like, uh, you know, to the fans. He's beating the crest. Giving it up to the fans. Everyone giving him a lot back. We love you, Dejan. Don't mind what we said last year. Never doubted you. Never doubted you. Give us one of those. Quick delete them tweets. You're a prick, lover. You're a prick. You're still a prick. <laughs> We're still with you, Mama. We're still with you. <laughs> but you know, no, I, I, I'm with you on the Firmino. What did you think, Paul? Did you, did you get the internet back on in time to look at? Look at that I, didn't, I didn't see much of Firmino. That was. <laughs> 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 that was most of the that I missed. <laughs> <laughs> Me and him were asleep on the couch together. <laughs> it was a long flight. We were spilling each other on the couch. <laughs> Lads, he's have one job just watch the match come in and chat. Like, ah, no, man. I didn't see an awful lot of it. I saw, I saw a few. <laughs> I saw a few snippets of him and yeah he looked good <laughs> alright then <laughs> fucking can make up this bit as well right <laughs> hey what do you think of Benteke <laughs> was he on the pitch before he went to sleep I thought I thought Villa were beaten no <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> the poor fella, he was he was he was just so isolated in that formation. I didn't yep. think it, the the team could have offered him so much more. Um, but I thought his hold up play was it was it was really really nice to see. You know, uh, fellas right up his arse basically un- yep. under severe pressure, and he was still able to take the ball down and lay it off. It's something we haven't seen in a in a long time from any of our front parents. Yeah. So um, that and it, it's very hard to judge him. I mean. He, for me, because he's not the type of striker who's going to create much himself, um, it's hard to judge him on that on that mm. on that game more so to do with the rest of the team not giving him the the ammunition. I thought, you know, yeah, I, 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 I'd be with you. I'd, look, I saw a lot of positives in his game, and we could, I could also see where we were trying to do stuff, you know, that, that were you know to his strengths yeah, without yeah, without yeah, yeah. without just horsing the ball into yeah, the box yeah. and going from back all mm. back all the time. We were getting out wide. We weren't just lumping crosses into the box. They were looking to play yeah. different types of balls into him. And even the stuff that was coming in, he was winning his headers, but his headers were finding our own players. Like yeah. he, you know, he, he wasn't well, just the Andy Carroll mm. flick where it was just a flick on and hope that somebody got yeah. it onto it. It was played into him so he could play it off. So I saw a lot of positives there. You know, the, the, he had a half a chance in the second half where it was going in. And also the Henderson one where he tried, where Henderson doesn't look up. Yeah. Yeah. And he just knocks it to the back post. Had he yeah. had he had taken a single glance, he would have seen Benteke had pulled in towards the penalty spot, mm. and all it needed was a clip back, yeah. and he had a free shot and goal. 
Um, and I, of, of the criticism, like going back to Lallana, Lallana was putting blind crosses into the box. I, did, I actually didn't know it was him when, when the first no. couple went in. And then I saw it when they saw the replay, I saw it was him. And we just need to be careful that we don't just play this constant blind cross thinking yeah. that he's going to be at the back post all yeah. the time. Because I think he's more, I, I actually do think, having looked at him a bit now, I think he's a bit more intelligent yeah, than that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he is too. I mean, um, how the fuck would you know? Listen, I want to say, the last 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, like, what he, what his performance, we didn't learn anything more about him, I didn't think. Because I mean, that's what we thought he was going to bring to bring to the team. You know mm. what I mean? Now, because he's been proclaiming he does more to him than that. Now I know it's his first competitive game, and maybe more is going to come. I'm not going to say I would have liked to see more from him because we won, but it would have been nice. But yeah, I, like the, one of the one of the worries would be like we were kind of thinking, you know, we signed Firmino and we have Coutinho, and you're thinking like, right, these two kind of knee players who you know they're fairly fairly technical and they want to slide balls through the defence and all. There was, a, there was quite a few times where there was a nice ball put behind the defence and Benteke didn't really look like getting on the end of it. That would be one of my worries. But again, like on the whole, we, did, we didn't we create basically Jack Schiff for him. So you can't, you can't really judge him mm. too harshly on it. So mm. the, the, there, is, there, there was a couple of worries though like that. Like, and I, th- I thought he was fairly static when we didn't have the ball. Mm. I thought like, you know, the, the Stoke back four were fairly, like they, they had no problem playing around them really. I, th- I think the, the stats on that was, he, I think he was the most, the third most efficient presser. Was he? Again, no, right, yeah. Was he? Well, well, I'm off, lads. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so. Look, but just on the Benteke thing, what he does bring is, I'm not comparing to last season again, at least there's a focus. There's, do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's some, I know he was playing in the middle on his own, but listen, regardless of that, at least there's somebody there who's capable of playing in that position, uh, whereas just put, hoping to yeah. whoever plays in there does I, a job for us. I think, again, going back when we changed the formation, I think he benefits. I think he really benefits from yeah. it because all of a sudden he had Firmino up around him, Henderson was up around him, Milner was up around him. And like what we've seen with Sturridge, once there was players there to occupy the other defenders, he started to look a bit more dangerous and he does get that half chance in the box. And that's, and that's really what we need. Roger's thinking because we're, we're overloaded with that type of sort yeah. of skill player so he is looking at that sort of almost stereotypical big man yeah. that can maybe hold the ball up and you're going to have runners with a big I like the turn of pace though because the, yeah. the couple of true balls from Firmino and Chan you could see that he was starting to get like he, he turned and was gone and he was getting away from the defenders it was just a little bit overplayed mm. and so you're just saying the exact opposite to me then you, you're yeah. saying they're overplayed I think, yeah. I think they were under ran for <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay, look, we have to torch it. Um, yeah, the, 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 the real good, uh, incisive debate that's going on around <laughs> Lucas being in a huff, um, Moreno and Sacco being told to fight their way back into the team, and um, everybody just having a go at Rogers versus the committee again. So, Paul. Is, is is this probably the weirdest week that you can remember as a Liverpool fan in terms yeah, of the, the like, stuff that's going on? Like looking at the the, like at the fans, there wasn't a shit about absolutely everything. Like Andy nailed it on Twitter the other day when he just said people, some people have stopped supporting Liverpool and they just have favourite players now. <laughs> and like their whole week lives or dies by whether their favourite players play. And if they play and we lose, that's grand because their favourite players <laughs> play. play. But if fucking Lovren gets in the team and we win, that's bollocks. Like so... <laughs> Like yeah, it's it's absolutely mad. Like I I do not see where this giant fucking thing about Lucas is. Like he's been he's been he's been barely fit like the past couple of years. He's had like he's had about four thigh injuries since he's since his two knee injuries. Mm-hmm. And like he, he just he cannot get many games. Yep. He doesn't play that well anymore. Yep. He looks completely clapped out. Like I don't see where this huge kind of yeah, it's, it's, is it's about the, me it's the actual 
you know, people actually just liking the player almost for his personality and they're letting it overrun nothing to do with football, basically, you know? Yeah. And I've uh, seen stuff now like, yeah, uh, what you call it, we should keep him because Coutinho might stay. Coutinho might not want to go to Barcelona because Lucas is there. And he has a little Brazilian mate or something like that. Like, what the absolute fuck? I know, yeah. I, I, I'm going to do a little bit of an editorial on this one, but the the stupidity around Moreno and Sacco, you know, because they didn't start the games, and now does this? Oh, they're off. They're off. They're being ostracised. They're getting the same treatment as Balotelli and and Barini and and Enrique. Like, I think people need to cop on. We've been screaming out that we wanted a squad for mm. God knows how many years, right? Yeah. And the fundamentals of a squad is that there's competition and players don't just get their position, right? Yeah. Now, this thing about Brendan having favourites, every single manager in England has their favourites that they always start, regardless of form and stuff. Even going back to Rafa, who's still venerated by an awful lot of people and held up as the example to what we want Rodgers to be, right? Yeah. He had his favourites. Right? We all know he had his favourites. Like Count never, I mentioned it, Count never ever got dropped when, this, when, when that type of thing was going on. So I think people just need to calm down and realise that in a squad, people are going to be in and out. That's what happens. And when they get in, it's up to the players to show the balls, show the courage, and not fucking, not moan about it, not get, yeah. give up about it. And the fans need to just calm the fuck down. This is a sign of the, like, what we've all said, as much as we mightn't like to admit it, because we love giving out, but the squad has improved. And what we have now is, is a quality player that's not getting into the team. Quality players, should I say. And, um, it, you know, people, like, like Paul says, people have their favourites and they're a bit miffed when their favourite isn't getting in. I could totally understand the Moreno thing. And, and this is kind of sound so schoolboyish, but I'm just literally on Soyuz alone and him bombing forward, I could totally understand Gomez getting the head, getting mm. the nod ahead of him. The Sacco thing, like I said earlier, I would have been a fan of him starting, but I mean, this is, we, I think in order for us to, the, the problem being with this is at bigger clubs, they have, measured success when players will stay there and sort of say they'll they'll fight for their place and it's what well there's trophies coming in they're winning stuff if you're not winning things that's when players of a certain calibre aren't happy to sit around yep. and aren't yep. so it's you know it's a, it's a well, walking motion like, sorry right but uh, like like Coutinho's progress Sterling's progress that was largely due to the fact that Rodgers kept playing them and playing them and playing them and players get better the more games they play especially at a young mm. age so and they their performance levels increase quicker when they're playing week in, week out. And when you put faith in them more, they're, they're stop worrying, am I going to let someone down here? I'm going to be playing next week. So they're going to play better. I mean, that's an obvious thing. I mean, the whole Twitter thing, that's just pseudo-intellectuals but forcing I, I, their own I, agenda. It's I, bullshit. I, I just, I, for me anyway, right, the first game of the season, right, mm. somebody was not going to play that was fit. Mm. You know, players weren't going to play. There's, there's League Cup and Europa League games. There's a lot of games coming up. And if those players want to force their way into the reckoning of the first team, they're going to have the opportunity to do it. Injuries are going to happen. They're going to have their opportunity to do it. And look, Moreno was fourth choice left back last year, right? Mm. Now, it's been put there that, he, that they want to give him a kick up the hole. I have no issue with that. If, mm. if they feel that he needs to step up a level because he'd gotten a bit lazy or whatever it was, then for, good on it. Mm. But for, it's not it, as if he set the world alight yeah, in the exactly, second half exactly. of last season. Yeah, exactly. and, and this, for the same reasons that Mankia ultimately were, was dropped, I can see Gomez getting it. He's still very raw. He still, as you said, does rash things. Mm. And Moreno is going to get opportunities because Enrique's not going to get opportunities <gasps> in, this, in this team. <laughs> 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 and the same with Sacco. Mm. He will get games. He will be brought in to play. And then it's up to him to hold down the jersey. And the one thing about Sacco I'll say is every time he has come in, He's held his place. Yeah. yeah. And people just need to calm down yeah. about that. But, but Sacco, as, Sacco's biggest issue is his fitness. Can you build a team? Like, and, and I think it's a, a very a, a reasonable question to ask is can you build a defence around a fellow who is effectively the central defensive equivalent of Daniel Sturridge because he misses so many mm-hmm. games? There maybe there's a bit there's a question mark more over why we didn't buy another centre back. 
But like we didn't. So we have to go with the squad that we have. And I think people just need to take a fucking step back, take a breath. And if, if they want to give out about this in November because it's gone pear-shaped, then you've got adequate reasons to do it. Yeah. But after the first game of the season, fucking hell. I don't agree with you there, Phil. I don't like win. it usually, but that's the most that's the most salient point. <laughs> <laughs> that's the most salient point I've heard about Sacco in a long time. You can't, and I've never, it's only Don on me as well. I'm not going to write that down. <laughs> you can't build a defence around a guy who's going to be... Good, because I'll yeah. argue the other side of it when I have somebody else hosting. <laughs> You were saying that just to get back to the skirt thing earlier, he can't form a defensive partnership. But how can you form a partnership when someone's a place for five games, then they're out for ten games? I mean, it's very, it's very relevant. Well done. Yeah, thank like, thank okay, right. So look, we will move it on and do our preview of the Bournemouth match. Given the uh, amount, given the amount of uh, work that went into watching the fucking game <laughs> at the weekend, uh, <laughs> do you even know we're playing Bournemouth on Monday night? I, I was asleep for a match of the day. <laughs> 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 right, so look, uh, what do we know about Bournemouth, Neil? Doogie Hauser is the manager. Cheers, <laughs> that's great. That's great. Ray? Um, I, I, fleeting glimpses of them, if I'm honest, Phil. Um, just saying that they, 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 they like playing ball and they're, they're not a, a lump the ball forward type of team. Um, so uh, they had quite a few chances against Villa, what we're seeing in the highlights as well. So um, I'm hoping that they, they, when they come to Anfield, that basically they're going to have a go and they'll open up a bit. And I'd much Big rather see, see us playing that type with, 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 with space. It's not the usual shit that we see at Anfield every time the I team coming to the, shut up shop. There's a guy called Arthur who's out injured for them, who was their main player last season. I think I think he's not but due back on Monday night. So I think that's a bonus for us in terms of what's there. But Paul, have you any... Yeah, like Ray said, that's what I hope to see. I hope to see a team that, you know, I think, and I think Hell seems to be, from what I've seen from his interviews, he seems to be one of those managers who will kind of like, you know, want to come to Anfield and want to put on a show so even if he loses he can say afterwards oh well we yeah. had a goal we, yeah. we had a real problem yeah. at Liverpool like it, he, he, he kind of said that about I remember we beat him in the FA Cup last yeah. year and he was kind of you know really kind of hinting oh well we gave a really good account of ourselves here so I'm hoping that's the sort of attitude they come with where you know kind of it, they're not going to sit back. Yeah, well, especially gonna, now at the start of the season, where before you have that negativity of, of really needing points, that yeah. he's going to try push his philosophy of playing open attacking football. Yeah, you know, before before away the, from the road gets yeah, pulled away down from home to Liverpool, he's not really expecting much, is he? So I think he's going to have a go. I think he's all right. I think, and, and, and look, I, I, you fully expect him to come. Him. Well, that's good, and we'll get on to that in a second. What about their centre midfield par- <laughs> partnership you were talking about, though, Bournemouth's Neil? What do you reckon about them two lads? Well, listen, as far as I know, there's this chap called Arthur. That's not... <laughs> <laughs> surname. Oh, was it Arthur? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Arthur's, Arthur's not <laughs> Arthur's team. <laughs> we're not sponsored by Guinness yet. No, it's cool. <laughs> but yeah, okay, so look, looking at us. Well, do we, who do we want to see starting? Oh, sorry, first of all, what formation and do we want who would we who do we want to see starting on on Monday night? Right. Um, I'm trying to just rejig my memory on where we finished team was. Um, so uh, <laughs> that's the list, is it? But basically, I want the team that finished, and I'm trying to think. Firmino, from, yeah, but that's that's Firmino, Coutinho. Benteke, yeah. mm-hmm. Chan holding the midfield, Henderson Milner, yeah. and in the back four being the back four. The back four being the exact same. And if he wanted to bring Moreno in, I don't know where Moreno is fitness wise. It wouldn't that wouldn't affect me because I, I don't think it's waiting in the table. Um, on the, the other side of that, might damage the umpless confidence, thinking mm-hmm. that he didn't do too much wrong and he's getting bombed out of the team. So who knows what way to explain to him that he was getting put in ahead of Moreno the first time round? Maybe they told him, "Big lads, we want a bigger fella there, American." Or God knows. But other than that, it'd be the team they finished. Given that we played a three against these last year in the FA Cup, do you any any think that they might head back to a, a three just for this match, Paul? 
What system midfield is it? Well, our, no, our, our defence. Trade no, the back. Trade no, the back. No, fuck no, no. No, no, I don't think he's going to change the defence at all with, with good reason. And um, I think... I, well, what I want to see is just I want to see Chan come in the midfield. I don't give a fuck if he's leading, if he still has a summer timber and all, and he's, he's not fit. Just play, play him at the base in midfield. I'd put Henderson and Coutinho ahead of him, and then I'd put Milner on the right, Ib on the left, and Benteke up front, and then I'd bring Firmino on, give him a good half. Mm. Not, not like a few minutes at the end. But I'd give him a good half of football. Yeah, I like the idea of playing Milner because Milner and Coutinho will interchange throughout the. If you play that four three three, I think that you know he wants to get on and that and he can drop in and start. Yeah, that, that, mm. that's a good show. Like it, like I'm well <laughs> impressed with that. The only thing is Milner kind of came to Liverpool because we told him he was playing in the centre. But I, I just yeah, but he's under contract now. So yeah, fuck yeah. Right. <laughs> so you know, like in Championship manager when you just said, "Yeah, oh, don't worry, you're a key player. You're a squad member." He made <laughs> soon as he destroy, you're a squad member. He made mention of it, didn't he? There was a, a little brief interview I've seen just before the game there where he made mention of it being he didn't like the utility tag and mm. you know the, yeah. this utility player brought in. So I but think he'll be happy starting starting but games regardless. I, I, That's I, I think, being a regular. But you know? t- taking Paul's point, I think even if we if 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 you're if you're front six. Is Oib, um, Milner, Henderson, Chan, Benteke, then Milner and Chan, Milner and Coutinho at times are going to interchange anyway, just naturally. Yeah. Like like what you said, the, the way we got on and got against Stoke then for those last twenty minutes, Milner drifted out, Coutinho yeah, came yeah, in central, yeah. and you could even see it with the goal, yeah. Coutinho come in central and Milner yeah. drifted out wide. So that's naturally going yeah. to happen in, in that. And position. not weakening us, still, you know. Which is do we like Milner? I like Milner. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, I, I, do, I, yeah. I struggled to see what he was going to bring to the team, if, as in, you know, I, I saw him as that workhorse and didn't really know what. But the, there is a lot more. He didn't let the decision you know, go. Like, no, no, great. He didn't let a decision yeah, go. Listen, that for me, other people can talk about skill sets, but for me, even slagging Lovren there over beating the chest, for me, it's 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 the club I love. We want to see fellas that are willing to go through the fucking mother. For the football, that's what I want to see. And he argued every decision, upended people, exactly what I want to see. Stuff like that, like attitude, like Joe Gomez, like he obviously got caught out a few times, but that was kind of like, you know, because he was overzealous and all, but I liked his attitude. Like there was a few times you could see, say there was a throw in, he was marking Walters and he's now giving Walters the mm-hmm. shoulder in the yeah. back it's what you want to see like yeah. you know he's coming into that game he knows Johnny Walters is a prick to play and, against and Johnny Walters has normally ripped us yeah. in yeah. every game yeah. Yeah. because yeah. he's the type of fucking arsehole our <laughs> defenders don't like playing against he, he really the, the Gomez fella just looks like he's been playing football for 10 years he just yeah. doesn't have that it's a big as much as I'm saying he made a couple of, couple of errors just misjudgments and stuff but besides that when he's on the ball and everything else about him just looks like he's been playing at the top level for a yeah. long time yeah. You know, is there a star? You know, own. things like overplaying and getting excited rather than bottling yeah, something yeah, or yeah. kind of you know just doing something in a panic. Yeah, I yeah. thought so. I take that over like those errors over yeah, you know, panic yeah, errors. Yeah. You know, yes. So I'm feeling confident. You said you want to, we're going to battle them. I know. I was only taking the piss. <laughs> <laughs> do I think we beat Bournemouth? Yes, I do. Think we beat do I think <clears> we beat them comfortably? No, but I think we beat them. I think we get the three points. Yeah, in terms of personnel. Um, Listen, if all things been equal, I'd love to see the team that finished the game start the game. But I don't think they're at the level, they're at the fitness level yet to start. So I'd have to agree with what Paul said about the Milner thing. I think it's a good shout that yeah. and play can anyway, like if mm. you want. Yeah. Look, well, uh, suppose we haven't talked about the EXPG ratio <coughs> in the game. So I'm just going to ask Don Roberts to, to fill us in on that. Right, cheers, Don. <laughs> <laughs> So, Dan Roberts tactics man. <laughs> so, 
Um, so any changes like, outside of we want we want to see the the, the, the eleven now. Okay, assuming that we are, we don't and uh, Brendan, can we accept Lalana playing again? I, I won't be happy about that, but I'm, 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 I have a funny feeling that he, mm. he will start at the expense of, of <coughs> I presume, I, or Firmino not starting, I don't know, but I have, yeah, I have a feeling, like I said earlier, that Lalana is Brand's man I think and there's gonna we're going to suffer I, with this for a while. I think there's going to be a good few changes to the team, purely from the point of view that we we're expecting to be able to turn over Bournemouth and getting people up to... Um, so, uh, some level of fitness I think there's going to be quite a, I think there could be three or four changes to the team I know that's probably not what people want to hear it's probably not what I certainly want to see but I can certainly understand why it would be done but do you think there'll be logical changes as in the team I don't that, think it changed the back four no do you think it'll be the team that finished like you know you, you see Emery Chan come in you might see Firmino come in to start the game and then drop out after an hour yeah you might see could you see Ing starting instead of Lalana even Oh, I don't know about, but I, if we listen, I don't know about that. But if he did start, I could understand why he would start. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's a lesser, it's a lesser. It's like this is our one. We the three point banker for us. We should be thinking home. But game. it has to be a three point banker. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. and plus I can, the under, I can fans understand. Demand, you know, they demand a certain performance. I now can as understand well, it. Which, so that'll dictate as well. I think you know how, how long he, he sticks with certain players on the pitch if they're not performing and they're not attacking like they should be for some game of the season. Mm-hmm. I think you know you might see changes a small bit earlier than you usually would mm-hmm. you Paul oh. sorry what was the question <laughs> I went to sleep again <laughs> oh, do I think there's going to be changes is mm. it I don't think I don't think he's going to uh, make too many changes to the start and line up I think you'll have a, I think you'll have an, an emphasis on you know getting some subs on I, I, like I want Chan to start I don't think he will I think he'll get another kind of sub appearance mm. so for me I, I want Chan to start given that the next game is Arsenal away because yeah. I, I want them yeah, starting yeah. in the Emirates. Yeah, see, yeah. That's, Do you know, you know what I mean? that, If I was to think of the bigger picture, I hadn't even thought about that. But yeah, they, these guys need minutes when yeah. we're starting to hit these these fucking seven bastard away games that we have our six as it is yeah. now. Um, so yeah, he needs. To, we need. I'm to get almost minutes, more interested in the shape. You know, like you, mm. like we saw what happened against Stoke when mm. the likes of Henderson and Milner got released forward or forward. Mm. Stoke found much harder to deal with. So I hope he's taking that into consideration in his starting lineup. Mm. So no matter who's playing, I hope that he does have an emphasis on being able to get forward instead of like you know Milner and Henderson sitting mm. I hope it's not, I hope that's not going to become a thing yeah, don't yeah. make it a thing Brenda yeah. don't don't, don't. 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 <laughs> don't. I know you can't look too far ahead right well, sport, Arsenal right? <laughs> but I'm about to yeah exactly here we go you can't look too fucking far ahead to be asleep you can't I'm even get through 90 minutes of a match I'm hoping to stay awake for the next t- no what, listen to next t- half yeah I'm hoping to stay awake for the next 10 minutes <laughs> what I was thinking was Arsenal are away to Palace that's a really tough game they have then we have Arsenal. All of a sudden, if we... No, no, if we, if we, if we... But listen, if we can win our next two games, we're way ahead of Arsenal. Already. Mm. And I, like it has... And, and you, no, no, uh, listen, like I'm with you. Said, I'm that's with our you. fourth place. That's our target. We can finish above finish them. Finish above Arsenal. League. So we can start bridge and making a gap already. I mm. mean, it's, it's a massive start for us, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I, know, I agree with you. Sonny, Ray, mm. score. What's this going to be? Yeah, I have to say, I have a funny feeling that this, we might catch the new boys by... By surprise here, and I think we we'll, we might turn on. I'm gonna go with, but I think we'll score two or three. So mm. to zip, okay, two nil, two nil scores. Yeah. Love them both. Two assists from Gomez. But <laughs> Go- Joe Gomez on the corner, so he he'll swing the corners and Lovren will help him in. I normally go last, but since I'm hosting, um, I reckon we'll get one or two one win. I think it'll be tight, but we 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 get the win. 
Uh, for if, me, I would have forced goal for the club. For me, if we could keep another clean sheet, that would just shut all the bullshit up, right? And if Lovren sets, so hopefully it'll be two 0 Okay, two 0 I'm so, really hoping Dejan doesn't bother. Cause <laughs> <up now. laughs> After all the defence, he's going to let us down. 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 He's top off into the cup take the fucking booking yep. welcome yourself into fucking Anfield kick like that, that balloon that, that they have to play with on the pitch fucking <laughs> yeah. out of the stadium over the new truss <laughs> after the music on Mighty yeah. Red or Big Red or whatever the stick fuck stick them that. up in the yeah. truss <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the truss on Monday night it's all about the truss with the ball shoved up his hoop <laughs> I hope Sky Sports have their cameras up in the truss <laughs> they're doing you know, you know like get Thierry Henry and the lads open the truss in a cage because they're going to attack a shark <laughs> Just dangle it like in a board Just dangle it, yeah. Out of trust. Whoa, lads, look at this trust. Hello, this is Ronnie Wheeler there, and you're listening to Tripper Chats. Unbelievable stuff. You ask me anything about Liverpool FC, I will answer that immediately. I'm an encyclopedia. As you know, I played for Liverpool in the 1980s, won many trophies, played with the likes of Kenny Daglish, Graeme Sunez. Oh, we what, a, what a team we were. We were just unbelievable. Anyway, Tripper Chats. Okay, so our new and improved <laughs> <laughs> version of Trippers Chats. Uh, but, the, but to kick off Trippers Chats, we have a new section. Um, we were, we normally are on Laura Watch, but uh, this week we, 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 I don't think anybody bothered watching Laura because Neil fell asleep. Um, but we do have the, 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 the Trev Big Word section. So, uh, so to kick us off, the first word we have is anecdoki. <laughs> Anecdoki ask Well it's a conversation in Which everyone is talking But nobody is listening Ray Has that ever happened to you? <laughs> uh, yeah M- Most of the time I talk with a few drinks I mean that's exactly what happens Yeah People really. seem to it's look just, straight through you and, yeah. Yeah. It's just been yeah. happening For the last hour Do you know who I hate actually? He hates You know people who ask you a question And don't listen to the answer Don't listen to the full answer Like huh? Cut like, you off what? Instantly what? You. <laughs> Given there's only one other bloke in the office, yeah. <laughs> it's the fucking synchronized shire that Polly has to walk yeah, with. He was hanging a calendar today. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going in for this show? Right now, yeah. fuck off. Still pay all movements. Okay, so that that concludes the traffic section. <laughs> okay, first up, we've got one from Tom Fahey, and this is aimed specifically at uh, Paul Brennan. He said, "Steven Seagal versus a radioactive submarine." Yeah, just sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully sci-fi I'll get straight on that <laughs> Sounds brilliant <laughs> uh, Ray um, Conor Sheen asks Do goals erase bad performances? Yeah well I think a few years into the future Definitely you totally forget about performances you just It's all about the results the so goals. If you, if you, Yeah goals Well I'm presuming by goals He means winning games as well There's no point scoring three And you get beaten <laughs> you know, But yeah in general for me yeah, it's, You f- forget all about performances It's all about winning Three points, trophies Whatever it might be It's very <laughs> rare Neil to, to, to remember a performance isn't it? 
Like, I always remember the score. I watch the fucking thing, <laughs> When Ray was talking about it, in a few years into the future, I was starting to imagine like people going flying around in cars and all that shit. And I was thinking, it'll be all different now, and we're all going around on hoverboards and all. Will it be different? Yeah, anyway. Anecdotal. Now, of course they do. Yeah. Goals win games, and I'm like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. To an extent, like, like Coutinho, obviously, like, nobody gives a fuck about how we performed against Stoke now because Coutinho smashed one in from 25 yards. But at the same time, like, we're looking for him to make us tick, so, like, we do want him to play better than that. But yeah, to an extent, goals do cancel out bad performances, but. Yes and I no. Wonder, yes you mean and no play, is the answer. Yeah, player specific ways, yeah. Like, would you let a player away with playing shift for 89 minutes if he scores a screamer? Like like, that's what he, yeah, well, or whoever. Yeah, you take that from him. Okay, if, if he scored 20 goals and played shit in every game. Yeah, like, from a striker, I think you would. Whereas if it's someone in midfield or someone where you need them to be actually playing well, then you'd probably be a bit more. Whereas when it's Martin Skirtle getting in the fucking team because he can score from the odd corner, that can fucking. <laughs> in 2013. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Neil Devlin, I think he's Borberman on, on Twitter, asks, what is Garnish for, Neil? Neil to Neil. What yeah. is Garnish for? Well, it depends entirely on what type of Garnish you're talking about. I mean, is it the Garnish at play? Is it the Garnish at hair? Is it the Garnish at feet? Garnish at... <laughs> Are we talking about Garnish in, the to- in terms of food on your plate? What? <laughs> you're thinking like Christmas Garnish? I'm just thinking of all types of Garnishes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Garnishes because you can Garnish your food. Garnish whatever the fuck you want with is it, is it, is it, I garnished my hair recently with a purple filler, That's all, isn't it? <laughs> what? Garnish is a space filler. It's a cheap way to make your plate look full. So that the other stuff that, you, that do cost money aren't fucking there. Aren't taking up that space. So you get less steak because there's fucking rabbit food on your plate. You get less chips because there's rabbit food on your plate. Do you never see the look of the way just when you say, no garnish, no garnish, and you get that dirty look you prick there's an extra shovel of chips what type of classy <laughs> restaurants do you go to the, the, the restaurants I go to you got a smaller plate Paul <laughs> <laughs> oh, Garnish what's it for Rabbits, like Ray said, that, that, that's that. I don't think I've ever seen anyone. Oh yeah, polish off the steak. Now, now here comes the real stuff. <laughs> the fucking watercress and stuff. Love the old watercress myself. Bit of rocket as well. I guess I eat it, but Jesus, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. Hungry, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. buy it if, if it didn't show up on the plate. I don't be seeking the stuff. It's not on the menu anyway, is it? You know? I wouldn't bother you if it didn't show up. I would have went for that twelve ounce steak. Only does no garnish with it. You know? <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. On the way. Is coming down with the same More garnish, more garnish, more garnish. Um, Squeaky 21 says, I can't feel my face, right? Yeah, Especially after yeah, the wasp story today. Yeah, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Sorry to hear about your nine month old daughter. <laughs> Who got bitten by a wasp? <laughs> if social services are listening, <laughs> Jurassic wasp. He's <laughs> gang it. Mm. <laughs> right um, I'm lost on that one I don't know maybe he hasn't got any arms <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that yeah now I have been if it's a, yeah uh, Sunday mornings a yeah. long weekend yeah, <laughs> yeah. Paulie does uh, Trev Downey actually exist at this stage Trev's dead baby oh, I no, know no well um, what's going to no, well, no, that, that's all he really did in life, wasn't it? Just kind of presented this. <laughs> he doesn't do that anymore. So. Bit, a bit on Twitter and writing. So he doesn't do, so, doesn't do the writing. He's not on Twitter anymore and he doesn't host a podcast. So I think it's fair to say Trev He's Dan, gone, yeah. Doesn't like, exist. There's, there's no point in him anymore, really, is there? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> He's going to be sitting in the study now listening to this podcast. Right? It's much easier if we just let him go, isn't it? <laughs> a gin and tonic in one hand and tears streaming down the cheek in the other hand. Trev, Phil's going to edit this out, but I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Me too, too Trev. <laughs> Two eye patches at this stage. <laughs> Hold him back to tears. Neil, um, worst date you've ever feel- fucked up? Jesus, I fucked up a good few months. I'm single. <laughs> Ray, go I to a McDonald's. Fucked up a whole marriage. <laughs> oh, there's a few of us in that one. There's the radio goes. That's our solicitor looking at me now. Someone else was your boss, wasn't it? Go to a McDonald's. Oh God! I'm Come on, quick, quick, fast, quick! I want this one quick. Yeah, uh, it's full on cheeseburger. Yeah, large Big Mac meal with a strawberry shake. Yeah, and six nuggets with barbecue sauce. Lovely, Paul. Large oh, Big Mac meal yeah. and uh, curly fries. Okay, Neil. Big Mac meal, simple. Big Mac meal, simple. Right, double wrapper with cheese. Um, <laughs> double wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> you get the chips and all, don't you? In the meal, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No well, garbage. You have to say no garbage. It's just about to get a punch. You're not going to get a punch in the face. You get a fucking chip, don't you? You fucking weirdo. You get a chip. And you get a drink as well, don't you? You get it. You get the drink, don't you? You fucking dope. Okay. Paul Murray asks Best sandwich you've ever had? Now, I, 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 I'll throw one out here. Junior's. Down in Sandy Mount is the best sandwiches in Dublin, full stop. Really? Yeah, I'll no. go and the chicken char grilled sandwich in there is fucking to die for. Only yesterday I was down in the hole in the wall in Black Horse Avenue and they served the main um, chicken, bacon, it's a club sandwich, isn't that the mm. name of it? And it it's was lethal. out of this world. Gorgeous. Now, Holland around Steve actually, do you remember our Christmas? Oh. He, made, he homemade cranberry. a turkey cranberry Pastrami. thing that I was drooling over. Sourdough bread. It looked yeah. unbelievable. A bit of stuffing as well. <laughs> yeah. Garnish wankers. <laughs> he even had a bit of salad on his plate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and some slaw. Slaw! <laughs> 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 Fucking slaw wanker. I, I made the slaw myself. You made, you made the what? <laughs> the slaw. The coleslaw. Yeah. <laughs> the slaw. <laughs> yeah, Weeks of absolute abuse yeah. over slaw. <laughs> right, Otto Scouts and Jacob Costalny both have something similar. So, one, Guinness is good for you, and two, best beer in the world. Ray, um, Guinness is good for you? Yeah, yeah, I don't think the Jacks would agree with you the next day, but yeah, yeah. yeah. It's alright for her to say because women don't shit, they don't have to put up with that. Like, the next <laughs> so, if that's alright for her to say, but Guinness. Like the the absolute monsters it creates the next morning sitting on the jacks. I just don't I don't go near it anymore. It's not worth it. Not. I love it. Best beer in the world now. Guinness. <laughs> I, love it. I, I love it. I think it's played deadly good. Phil, you've got a quite that. eclectic taste in beer, haven't you? I just That's see what some of the pictures. Yeah. I didn't. I, 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 I just see some of the pictures. You it was the last. It was, it was, it was the, the last one when I was fucking thrown in. Well, actually, the the um, the couch in Cologne. You'll enjoy it. It's lovely, right, lovely beer, lovely Lip beer, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gaffold, Gaffold's Culch. That that was fucking Stand tasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and his cousins. <laughs> the the Kahuna, Kahuna Lager. The um, that's my favourite. 
the island beer, nicest one along. Right, but that new um, the new the new Weatherspoons out in there in Blanche in the Blanche shopping centre and the menu of beers. I suppose people people like yourself would love to go over. I tasted some American almost brown ale type. That's yeah. the colour. I have to. You have to. I'm a cider drinker. I'm a cheap ass knacker. Not so into them. Bomber cider. That's all I drink. And occasionally we'll go and make in a sippy now. I'm mad into like the fucking oh this tastes chocolatey and this tastes yeah, yeah, bollocks right like I just like the taste of stuff and if I like the taste of it then that goes on my list of my favourites and the uh, Kahuna Lager Island Beer is definitely or the Kahuna Island Beer but if you build up a list of favourites would you still sort of have one where you that's me go to that's the one I'd happily drink like, I, I, you don't drink too much of it because you're, you can't feel your face after a while I, the, the last time <laughs> you said that question here did you <laughs> you can't, can't your face just start pouring it down your face just pouring on yourself you know? the fire rock one is slightly stronger than the rest it's all can't feel your body like 10 bottles of it right <laughs> I was sitting there and I actually can't feel my cheeks now at this stage. It's right there, you, know, like, you could feel the skin through your fingers, but you couldn't feel your fingers touching the... <laughs> what? So it was, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think, if, listen, if you're going out to the pub, it's completely different. Like, yeah. Point of Guinness is just win, win, win. I generally, you know, kind of go up to the bar, like, you know, if it's a new place, I'm in, just like, tube the cheapest you've got. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. You're going to love weather skills. <laughs> Two fifty a drink? Yeah. Two fifty Deadly! Is I can drink normal stuff now. Actually, if yeah. Weatherspoons wants to sponsor us, we'll mm. come over and do a pod in their, in, in their place. <laughs> <laughs> really, really. Fucking it's a the game. <laughs> Five points in, Philip is swinging from the, from the room. I can't feel my face! I can't feel my face! <laughs> right, we're fucking done. <laughs> oh yeah, we're slowing it down to finish off the show. The real admin is back. Tonight we've got a big shout out and a big thank you to the Astro Park. You'll find them at www.astropark.ie. They are your number one home in Dublin for all your five-a-side football needs and imaginary seven-a-side. So get on down. You know you want to play. Come play with us. Oh, and this Monday, yeah... Neil Poole has got We Are Liverpool the Fenzian back on sale 150 at the ground you can also subscribe online you know you want to you do it's such a good deal you can't miss out get it on on the last pod we've got a competition coming up you want to get involved you want to get involved five times have given us two meet and greets to every show that they're doing on the Ireland tour you don't want to miss out on that one big boys you don't want to miss out we'll have details over the next week of how you can win the first set of tickets keep listening keep watching get on Facebook get on Twitter we're there LSE Day Trippers Day trippers tonight was the man, the myth, the legend, the rock that is Ray Brady. We had the best flick in Europe, Mr. Hair Flick Neil Gray. 
We have the man with the stats, the man with the numbers, the man with the deals, Mr. Dan Roberts. Thank you very much, Dan. And of course, the irrepressible, one and only Paul Brenzy Brennan for all your Photoshop needs. I was your host. I am Phil Casey. Good evening. Good night. Yeah. Mm. So, what happened to the door? Panic stations up there, but what the fuck happened? <laughs> I was feeding her. Now, we were getting tormented by the bass and wasps, and I was feeding her, and literally went to the bowl, done that, and just as I went to put it in my mouth, there was a fucking wasp just there on it. She was actually at it, trying to pull it off her fucking lip, and I swooshed it away, and next time she went ballistic, and the fucking lip just swallowed instantly. Fucking hell. And the staff up there are all the old kids on summer holidays, no help whatsoever, so a hysterical wife and all that, that was... Uh-huh. Get us out there quick. You know wasps can't bite like can't what? Bite. Can they not? No. <laughs> it drew blood. All I knew was it drew blood and I got stung about fifteen times. I got boxed by a snake. Never I got boxed by a snake. N- never, never fucking blood drawn is punched. <laughs> this one of these new modern wasps that bites and stings. Yeah, well, Blood, so that to me is a fucking bit as well. <laughs> Jurassic wasp, and then put in his dentures that come. <laughs> Jurassic wasp. <laughs> 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 Gang it. <laughs> fucking nine months old. <laughs> 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 the baby, not the wasp. <laughs> <laughs> Translate like. Not Google, yeah. YouTube. Does YouTube have? Can you put no. on like a foreign no. video and just get the? Tra- get no, tra- get it's not that. How do you like when you type in something in Google? It's not gonna go in YouTube. It's not gonna search for fucking backward R's and upside down fucking Z's <laughs> that the Russian language have. So you might as well bang your Mickey out the wall. Let's try find the video. <laughs> bang your Mickey out the front of YouTube. <laughs> Are upside down Z's any different? <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> any Z's on this? Is that? <laughs> yeah, see, there's an Irish one. What people don't realise is an Irish one, and uh, and genuinely. There's more attractive looking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles than everyone that's on the fucking than the Irish take me out. So it isn't something that we, we, we tend to watch. So if we end the stage tune, we'll be the team tune with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs>